This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. Welcome to another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian's Festive Holiday Guide. I'm bringing you this special series of episodes this week because it is Thanksgiving week and that marks the beginning of the festive period. The festive period can be the most wonderful time of the year for many, but in a lot of cases, especially when you struggle with your relationship with food and with binge eating, it can be a really difficult time. It can be a really confusing time because on one hand, you're probably looking forward to certain aspects of the holiday period, looking forward to enjoying all of the festive foods, seeing people you haven't seen all year and generally just relaxing and looking forward to the year that's ahead. But on the other hand, if you're struggling with your relationship with food and with binge eating, you're probably also dreading this time of year for the same reasons. You're dreading it because you have all of this delicious, tasty, tantalizing food available for weeks on end. You may be nervous about seeing people that you haven't seen all year. And sure, you are enjoying the relaxation and looking forward to a brand new year of 2022. But at the same time, you might be a little bit saddened because you thought your relationship with food and binge eating would be better in 2021. And here we go. It's another festive period. Another year has passed. And your relationship with food hasn't really changed all that much. You still find that you're struggling with the same problems that you were this time last year. As I'm recording this, it is November 23rd, so the festive period is certainly well underway. And okay, although I am not attending any big Thanksgiving events because really, I don't celebrate it. I'm Irish. I've only lived in America for over a year, so I am not jumping on the bandwagon with this holiday. But I am thinking about Christmas and about the festivities and the gatherings and all of the foodie-based occasions that Christmas brings. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode about how to handle the inevitable festive buffet. Today, I thought we could talk a bit more about how to identify your danger times for binge eating over the festive period. Going to a buffet may be one of them for you. You may know that when you get invited to a buffet meal, either at a restaurant or a friend or family member's house or perhaps one at the the canteen at work, You might find that there's like a a siren in your head going off as soon as you get the invite, like a danger, a warning, like a, a signal in your car that something is wrong, that this situation is not going to end well. And I really believe that knowledge is power. So even if that is the case, even if you've identified that times like a buffet meal is a danger time for you, well, at least you've identified that in advance so you can take steps to mitigate that and to enter into that situation as armed as best as possible so that you have an enjoyable experience no matter what kind of tempting food is there. So in today's episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian's Holiday Survival Guide, let's talk about how to identify your danger times over the festive period. And I'm going to help you to do this by sharing some of the most common danger times that I come across in my practice, that I come across in my experience as a dietitian working with my clients. 
If you are imagining a life without binge eating, and these episodes are really striking a chord with you, but you still don't know where to begin, you still don't know how to stop, well, good news, my binge eating recovery program is for you. Please know that stopping binge eating is possible with the right guidance. Take it from me, I have guided many others in the same boat as you are in right now away from a chaotic relationship with eating to finally feeling calm and relaxed around food without the constant worry that the next binge is just around the corner. Now I'm bringing you the same strategy to stop binge eating, but in a format that is a fraction of the price of private coaching. From getting to grips with why you binge to adapting a new way of eating that means that you won't be second guessing every food choice anymore and you won't be starting a new plan every single Monday. You will be able to enjoy the foods that you used to binge on without binging on them anymore. Alongside the structured lessons, which by the way, are a similar length to podcast episodes, so you can pop it in your ears and listen on the go. You will tailor the program to you with a 90 page workbook with all of the tools that you need. And we will troubleshoot any concerns that you have with live Q&A sessions over Zoom. You can ask me your questions live, or if you're not ready to talk openly about binge eating, that's okay, I've been there too. You can pre-submit them and catch up later. This expert-guided, self-paced program will enrich your relationship with food in so many ways. Go to the link in the description of this episode for immediate access to start today. I'll see you in there. Now, back to the episode. And don't forget that to celebrate the one year anniversary of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast, there is a $50 discount, which is going to be valid until November 29th. The discount code is podcast50. Remember the purpose of knowing your danger times. It's so that you can acknowledge in advance that yes, there are going to be situations that you find particularly difficult. There are going to be times of this festive period where you are more likely to binge eat. And that's okay. You don't need to deny that. Knowledge is power and knowing what your danger times are in advance allows you to prepare. Knowing about them and identifying them beforehand allows you to employ a kind of damage control. You can take the necessary steps to contain the situation so that it doesn't automatically end up in a binge. Okay, let's get into it. I'm going to share with you the most common danger times for binge eating during the festive period. The first one is after a big event has passed. So perhaps after the big Thanksgiving dinner or after the big Christmas dinner. Once that event has passed, this can be a common time for binge eating. And why is that? Why is it after an event that I might be more likely to binge rather than during the event? Surely if there's lots of food available at the event, then that would be the time that I would binge. Yes, in many cases that is true. But also what I come across more often is that after a big event, such as a big dinner or a big gathering that you were looking forward to has passed, that can be a really common time that people find themselves binge eating. Coming up to a big event over the festive period, whether it is a dinner or a party or some kind of gathering, it's entirely plausible that you have felt some apprehension about it, maybe some level of anxiety. 
And although you are looking forward to it, you are also maybe a little bit nervous about it. When that event has passed, even if you had a great time and you really enjoyed yourself and you're so happy that you went, you may still find that you are experiencing a little bit of relief that it's over. You're relieved to find yourself home again. Even though you're so happy that you went and you had a great time, you're pleased that it's over. And with this sigh of relief, your body is seeking to relax. And what a better way to relax than to get that anesthetic effect of a binge. After a festive event may also be a danger time for binge eating because perhaps you were trying your best to cut back or restrict calories in some way before this event. Maybe you were really trying to squeeze into a particular outfit and now the big day has passed, now you can relax, now you can chill out. The day has passed, the event is over, the photos have been taken. You can sit down, you can pop open the top button of your trousers and you can eat. You wouldn't dream of doing it before the event, but now that it's over, now it's your time. Time to make up for all those lost delicious foods that you didn't allow yourself to have. The second common danger time for binge eating over the festive period is when you have to spend some time with people who unfortunately are judgmental about your weight, shape, size or the foods that you eat. Let's label this group of people as the food police. Those people that you may not see very often, maybe just a couple of times a year or less, but when you do see them, They always, without fail, will pass remark on your weight, shape or size or what you're eating. When you struggle with your relationship with food and food is what you think about all of the time, it dominates every single thought. You rarely have a minute's peace from thoughts about food. When you are in that place, nothing, really nothing can make it worse except For somebody from the outside, an external source reinforcing the thoughts that are in your head by passing remark on your weight or what you're eating. This is incredibly stressful for somebody in your position, somebody who is struggling with binge eating. Luckily, one of the episodes of this holiday survival guide is dedicated to how to handle the food police. But I wanted to bring it up here too, because I want to give you permission to notice who these people are in your life. I know that you are all very lovely, kind people and you don't see bad in anybody. So you may have not even admitted to yourself that this person can be quite triggering for your disordered relationship with food. And just because you have somebody in your life who you would deem to be the food police, that doesn't mean that they are bad people. And I think that is helpful in you identifying who they are. I want you to know that pinpointing the people in your life who you deem to be the food police. That doesn't mean that they are bad people. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't spend time with them or that they're not good to be around. It just means that unfortunately they are the food police and we should have some compassion for them because they are likely heavily influenced by diet culture. In a very non-judgmental way, you can pinpoint in your life who are the food police And then you can take steps. So when you know you're going to be around that person or those people, you can take some necessary steps to protect yourself. Such as having lots of different conversation starters in mind that have nothing to do with food or weight or body. 
I really believe that we are going to come across the food police in all walks of life. It is going to be difficult to avoid them. So instead of trying to actively avoid them, you can prepare yourself by taking some necessary steps to protect yourself. Put yourself in a protective bubble when you know you're going to be with that person. Check out that episode, which I will be recording later on in the week, all about how to manage the food police during the festive period. Lastly, the third common danger time for binge eating during the festive period is feeling lonely. Being alone or feeling lonely during the festive period can certainly be a trigger for binge eating. And if you've listened to other episodes of the podcast, you'll know that actually it's not just the festive period. Feeling lonely is one of the most common triggers for binge eating. And I think you'll agree that during the festive period, this can be exacerbated somewhat. During the festive period, social media will have you believe that everybody out there and their mother is living their best life. Everybody is having the most perfect meal. Everybody is with their perfect friends. Everyone is wearing perfect outfits and taking perfect photos. And of course, you can't be to blame for developing a little bit of comparisonitis. You compare your festive period to theirs. And if you feel that your time is not living up to theirs, it can cause you to feel a little bit empty. Even if you are surrounded by family and friends, you can still feel really lonely. You have that sensation that you're missing out on something, that you're not as fulfilled as everybody else, that you don't have that nice festive feeling that you're quote-unquote supposed to have at this time of year. And this may not be triggered by social media at all. You may in fact feel quite lonely. Maybe you feel lonely all year, but at this time of year during the festive period when it seems like everybody is with their family and friends, it can feel even worse. It's okay if you find yourself turning to food during this time of year, turning to food for companionship, for comfort and to feel like you aren't quite alone, that you have something to make you feel good, to lift your spirits and to take you out of your own head for a little bit. When you are someone who is lonely and also struggling with binge eating, it can feel like a vicious cycle because feeling lonely can trigger the binge. But then after binge eating, the last thing you want to do is go out and meet your friends. You may even cancel some of your festive plans. You don't feel good enough to have that night out or to go for that meal with your friends. You just want to isolate yourself. You want to coop up in your house and not see the light of day until New Year. If this is you, if I'm speaking to you right now, it's okay to identify that you are lonely. You don't have to be judgmental about that. That isn't automatically a bad thing. It's not a shameful thing. It may just be a fact. And now that you have noticed it, you can put some steps in place so that you don't have to feel that way. Feeling lonely does not automatically have to result in a binge. You might decide to take some steps so that you get to have some connection during the day. If you do notice that you are missing out on connection, perhaps with yourself, because loneliness can be something that you can feel within yourself, like a disconnection from your true being. Or you may have identified that you need to connect with others. So you might decide, again, without any judgment, that you would like to put some plans in place so that you connect with other people on most days over the festive period. Even if you're not ready to go and meet them face to face, 
How about a phone call or even just a text over WhatsApp? Something to give you that sense of connection that you're missing. Okay, I am going to leave you there. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian's Festive Holiday Survival Guide. I'm really enjoying recording these. I am loving coming to you every single day this week. I will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode. Until then, take care of yourself. If you found this podcast helpful, I know that you are going to greatly benefit from my binge eating recovery program. No more second guessing every food choice. No more starting a new plan every Monday. No more pacing up and down your kitchen trying to pull yourself out of a binge. Go to the link in the description of this episode for my binge eating recovery program where you can start your binge eating recovery today. I will see you there.